familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Does your baby have nights mixed up with his days when it comes to breastfeeding? Does he eat more at night and less during the day? You just might be experiencing reverse cycling. I'm Vicki Wolfram, an IBCLC and owner of Whole Life Home Care in San Diego. Today we're talking about reverse cycling and how to cope with it. This is The Boob Group. Breast milk, it does a baby good. Silly daddy, boobs are for babies. I make milk. What's your superpower? If my breastfeeding offends you, put a blanket over your head. Dairy diva. Don't be lactose intolerant. Nursing nature's own breast enhancement. Meals on heels. Whoever said there's no use crying over spilled milk never had to pump. Breast milk. All udders are inferior. Whatever your point of view, we're here to support your breastfeeding goals. We're the boob group because mothers know breast. Welcome to The Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. The Boob Group is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for all things related to breastfeeding. I'm your host, Leilani Wild. I'm also an IBCLC and owner of Leilani's Lactation and Doula Services. Thanks to all our members of The Boob Group Club. Join today and get bonus content, transcripts, and discounts. Don't forget to visit our website at newmommymedia.com and subscribe to our newsletter for updates on new episodes. You can stay connected by downloading our free apps available in the Android, iTunes, and Windows Marketplace. Now, Sunny is going to tell us more about our virtual panelist program. Hello, everyone. So, for everyone out there who's on social media, we need you to follow the Boob Group on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, look for the hashtag Boob Group VP because I'm on our social media accounts right now and I usually post stuff um, the week leading up to our taping. And I'm going to be asking you guys the same questions that we're talking about here in the studio. So, for example, today we're talking about reverse cycling. So, I'm posting questions about reverse cycling. We really want to hear what you have to say so you can be part of the conversation. Again, look for that hashtag boobgroupvp to be part of our conversation. Today, we have Carissa joining us on the phone. Carissa, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Carissa, and I am a 21-year-old first-time mom, and um, I'm actually staying at home and raising my son, and that's something I'm really looking forward to doing. Um, My son is six months old, and his name is Lincoln. And right now, he's the pride and joy of our lives. And we have Vicki here today. Vicki Wolfram. I'm the mother of five children and nine grandchildren and uh, breastfed them all for many years and have had lots of experience with reverse cycling. All right. (coughs) Sound familiar? (coughs) If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, 
I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Okay, so before we kick off today's show on reverse cycling, I wanted to talk about this crazy headline. At least I think it's crazy. It's been in the news recently. I've seen it all over social media. Uh, The headline here is breastfeeding mom wins battle over tattoo. So let me break this down for you. A judge, uh, this happened in Australia, by the way. So an Australian mom, she's 20 years old. She was originally banned by a judge from breastfeeding her 11-month-old infant because she got a tattoo. And this was a tattoo that was on her foot. The judge said that it was an unacceptable risk of harm despite the mother. Um, she was she was being tested. She tested negative for both hepatitis and HIV. Um, but the, the judge just said this. There was no reason for you to do this. That was silly. And therefore, you're not allowed to breastfeed your baby. And there's other people out there that are saying this. what this judge did set a very dangerous precedent. I mean, here we are trying to advocate for breastfeeding. And you're telling this mother she can't breastfeed her baby. So again, that was the original ruling. It has since been overturned. So the new news is that um, this this ruling has been overturned. The mother can now breastfeed her baby. Crazy. <laughs> I can't even believe the original ruling. Right. I mean, I mean, what what was the point? Did he actually have a specific reason? I didn't read the article, but I did come across it. Just that it was an unacceptable risk of harm. Really? Uh, like she was endangering her baby. That's amazing. I mean, is there anything that you guys can even think of, like infection? I, I, I don't even know where. I mean, it was on her foot. Right. 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 I mean, right. I, there would be no risk to her baby. That's it's just misogyny right there, I think, you know. Yeah, I think, I, you know, personally, I think it probably the judge has a personal, you know, disdain to, to tattoos and he was probably just wanting to punish her and right. yeah. make a point. Yeah. Right. And the really uh, the part that I find interesting is how was he going to enforce this ruling? Was there going to be a sheriff in her bedroom all night long while right? her baby was reverse <laughs> cycling and breastfeeding? I mean, how was he going to stop a mother from breastfeeding her baby? You <laughs> know, crazy. really. He was going to come in at night. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> and sit there and don't you get on that breast child. Well, and I'm curious, like, how did he even I mean, how did this case even get brought up? I'm, I mean, Oh, the case okay. complaining. Okay, so it says that the case um, came before the court because of concerns raised by the baby's father as oh. part of a bitter custody dispute. Oh, there yes. you go. <laughs> so now we know the real reason, yeah. right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really scary because it's such a slippery slope. Right. You know, angry uh, dads in custody battles could be bringing up lots of things that breastfeeding mothers are doing. And that's, you know, it's horrifying because, I mean, there's, no reason a tattoo should affect her breast milk. And if that gets taken to court, what else is going to get taken to court? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? 
Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Today on The Boob Group, we're discussing reverse cycling and how to cope with this breastfeeding schedule our babies are asking from us. Vicki Wolfram is our expert. She's a IBCLC, nurse, midwife, and owner of Whole Life Home Care here in San Diego. Vicki, welcome to the Boob Group. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So Vicki, what is reverse cycling? Well, reverse cycling is just kind of a fancy name for a baby who wants to breastfeed all night long and is not that interested in breastfeeding during the daytime or a a baby that doesn't have the opportunity to breastfeed that much during the daytime because the mom is is separated from the baby. When they're separated, is it usually just a temporary thing or is it because they went back to work or, I mean, what could, what could... I mean, you know, it it could be a a, a temporary thing where, let's say the mom, you know, I've seen situations where the mom had to go to the emergency room because she had a migraine. So she was gone during the the day and the baby, you know, wasn't really interested in taking a bottle. And so when the, you know, the mom comes back, uh, the baby just wants to breastfeed all the time and all night long, even though the baby hasn't done that recently. Um, but it's more common, uh, it's, it's very common when the baby is about in that four to five month window, all of a sudden babies are aware that there's a lot of interesting things going on in the world and they're very distracted and they pop off and on the breast. They just don't want to spend those nice, long, lovely, you know, minutes breastfeeding. They want to, you know, get on for seconds really and then just get a tiny bit of milk. And a lot of times those babies, in order to have enough calories and to really satisfy themselves, they need to breastfeed at nighttime. And so they, they, they will breastfeed as much as the mom allows them to during the night. Um, uh, Carissa, have you experienced uh, reverse cycling? Yes. What you just described is exactly how my son was um, starting around five months. And are you still uh, going through this right now? Yes. Um, we have good days and bad days. Um, it seems like the days where we're out a lot, um, he's too distracted to nurse and he really only wants to nurse if we're at home, on the couch, no TV on. Um, then he's, you know, bored enough that he'll actually allow me to nurse him. <laughs> but if we're out anywhere, um, he will not stay latched for more than, you know, 30 seconds at a time. Um, Leilani met him a couple times, and he's just, you know, he's a goofball. He wants to be playing around and get everyone's attention. Yeah, he's very, very energetic. Mm-hmm. So at night, you know, he wants to nurse all night. Uh, Vicky, how long does this normally last? Um, it depends on the on the reason. In the case of a baby who is doing this because the mom has gone back to work, most babies eventually come to terms with the bottle during the day and will start to settle down after a few weeks. That you know, that's a tough few weeks for the mom who's trying to go back to work and then is exhausted the next day because her baby's been nursing all night. But as the baby learns, you know, to do a better job with the bottle during the day and then um you know they'll they'll be more satisfied and a few weeks it it, uh, it often settles down for the baby that's just a high energy baby that loves to be on the go during the day and breastfeed at night that's a little bit trickier that can you know go on for quite a few months um but you know, it also um, is something that the baby is going to grow out of. They don't do it forever. Carissa, your baby, you don't uh, supplement with anything else, right? It's just strictly breastfeeding? Yes. Yeah. Great. 
Yeah, she has started on solids, but I mean, only a couple bites at a time. Right, right. So she's she's running around chasing her little little man, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm too busy to eat." Mm-hmm. Right? Is that about right? Yeah, he's he's wild. You know, as soon as I act like I'm going to nurse him, he's just pushing off me and whining at me because he wants back on the floor so he can crawl around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and do you co sleep with him at night? Um, sometimes. I originally didn't plan on it. Um, and then when he started wanting to nurse all night, we actually went and bought a king-size bed and put it on the floor so we could safely co-sleep because Great. my bed before wasn't big enough. So uh, he's in our bed some nights, but I also have his crib in our room, and I do try to put him in the crib. Mm-hmm. Can babies, like, start off okay and, and seem like they're on track and then get off track? Can they can they be, you know, not have reverse cycling issues and be older, I guess, and, and, and then develop it? Or, or this is something we're really talking about in the very first few months of Are you, life? Is this something or? that you're experiencing that you're no, trying to? No, uh-uh. I'm just, I, I, it's just a general question. It, it generally does happen when babies are older. I mean, the first few weeks of a baby's life, it's, it's quite possible because they haven't developed a circadian rhythm. Okay. You know, and yeah. they don't really know the difference between day and night, light and dark. But as they start to be exposed to light and dark and, you know, the way life works and the quiet darkness in the night and the light in the daytime, you know, most babies by about six weeks have developed a circadian rhythm that does allow them to start sleeping, you know, three, four, five hours at night. And those little babies, you know, you think, oh, gosh, we finally got it, you know. <laughs> and then sometimes, you know, when mom goes back to work or when babies get into this distractibility phase, um, you know, it just changes back where all of a sudden they don't eat that much during the day and they want to eat all night. Okay. So at, at what point, I know it, it varies probably based on the child, but are we talking about like at a six-month point? Or are we talking like when, because you're saying the baby already established a rhythm, knows night and, and day, and then would fall into this reverse cycling pattern, right? Right, right. Right. So then you, I mean, you know, once the baby's older than six months, you can start to try to manipulate it a little bit in terms of you're feeding the baby, you're having maybe a more regular eat, play, sleep type of a, a, a program during the day. Um, and at night, you can also, you know, if the baby, you know, has some good feedings during the day, you can start feeling a little bit more confident that just because the baby will breastfeed all night long he doesn't have to breastfeed all night long so you can start you know trying to offer him other soothing techniques besides um the breast every time he wakes up at the night when we come back we will discuss some tips to handle reverse cycling and hopefully turn things around we will be right back another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the show. Vicki Wolfram is our expert today, and we're exploring reverse cycling and ways to get things back on track. Vicki, uh, what do you do if your newborn has his days and nights mixed up? 
Okay, well, if you have a tiny newborn in the first few weeks of life, it's important to understand that, you know, babies at that stage are 24-hour breastfeeders, and they are going to wake frequently at night. But if they really seem to be eating a lot more at night during the day, um, you know, you, you want to follow some simple tips. I mean, the first one is babies are not yet aware, and their little bodies are not have not yet developed a circadian rhythm so they need to have you know exposure to full light during the daytime you want to make sure that your blinds are open and that there's normal noise and activity and and just give them a chance to experience daylight daytime and then at night you want to keep things dark and calm and quiet and you know try to do the feedings with minimal entertainment value to them you know Um, most babies with this type of a pattern will be able to uh, know the difference between day and night at about six weeks and their their body will also respond by producing more melatonin as it gets dark in the evening and so they'll sleep better in the evening and they'll be able to start sleeping you know for three four five hours at a time in the second and third month and with the uh, older baby do you recommend (laughs) co-sleeping Well, uh, with the older baby, um, it's definitely much more of a challenge. And I think a lot of it depends on the individual baby, how well he's gaining weight. Um, You know, is he a baby that's eating solid foods? If he's eating solid foods and he's gaining well, um, then you have to start to modify his nighttime eating to see if he will eat more in the day or can continue to gain well in the day. Uh, Older baby, we're talking, you know, baby that's, you know, five, six, seven months who started to have uh, solids during the daytime. Many times that baby at night um, can go longer. He he just has gotten into a habit or a pattern of, especially if the mom is co-sleeping, of, of breastfeeding all night long. So you really kind of have to decide at that point, is it something that you're comfortable with? A lot of moms, they're co-sleepers anyway. They're completely comfortable with it. They don't wake up. They just kind of roll over and put the breast in the baby's mouth, and they're happy to do that. Um, And if that works for you, there isn't any real reason to change it. And it does allow the mom to get a lot more sleep when you have a baby who's reverse cycling. But if it's a mom who doesn't sleep Um, easily with her baby right next to her in the bed and you know finds that she's not getting adequate sleep herself especially the mom that has to go back to work then I think she has to work a little bit harder to do some gentle nudging in the direction of baby sleeping (laughs) more at night and eating more in the daytime. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe trying to make sure the baby gets plenty of food during the day, right? Yeah. Right. And, you know, I mean, what's your experience been, Carissa? Because I'm sure that you've tried to get your baby to eat more in the daytime since you're a mom that's with your baby 24-7, but he just prefers the nighttime to breastfeed. Is that correct? Yes. Um, Best thing I can do is to feed him right before a nap and right after a nap. Um, That's when he's at his calmest, calmest, and I can usually get him to latch and have a good feeding and um, staying home and making sure that I'm home every two or three hours so I can feed him at home because I really just have no luck getting him to eat in public. And I notice the more feeds I get in during the day, the better nights we have. Um, Some nights, you know, if he didn't eat a lot that day, He'll wake up every hour just trying to relatch. And um, those nights I do end up co-sleeping just so I can get some sleep. 
but if I can get some seeds in, I might be lucky and have a couple four or five hour stretches that night. So, you know, I just do everything I can to get him to eat during the day. So maybe limiting some of your activity, because if you notice that you have a really uh, busy, busy day, then you're out and about, then that's your rough nights, right? You're kind of paying attention yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Yeah, and I think you found out one of the best tips, and that is to feed the baby when they're drowsy and, you know, lay down with the baby and, and kind of feed them almost in the way that you do at night. It oftentimes kind of fakes them out a little bit, and they're they're much more willing to have a good feeding than if you're, you know, sitting in a room full of people talking. Mm-hmm. I nurse him to sleep for three naps a day. So I, if I'm home for those naps, I can get good nursing sessions. Good, and you get some rest too, right? Yeah, if, if I want to, I can lay down next to him and nap with him. That's, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's perfect. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get it where we can. Yeah. Um, what about wearing our babies? Do you think that that would help, Vicki? It may help for some babies, um, especially if moms have mastered the trick of breastfeeding their baby while the baby is, you know, is in the wrap or the sling. Some babies do that really, really well, and it works great. Other babies, um, not so much. Uh, I think it, it, it really depends on the individual baby. Wearing your baby in general, though, um, is is one of those things that I would highly uh, advocate just because I think that babies who are worn, they, they do tend to get on the breast a lot more in, you know, frequently. They don't necessarily get on the breast for those long, nice feedings that you have when you're lying down cozy with them. But um, they, they will be m- more... Uh, more frequent at the breast more if it's, accessible. If it's mm-hmm. close by. Mm-hmm. Carissa, do you uh, wear your little guy? I wear him probably almost every day. Um, not usually for long periods of time, but I'll wear him, you know, if I need to do some laundry or if I do want to go for a walk or grocery shopping, I still wear him. It's way easier than putting him in the cart. So, yeah, I do wear him. And does that help? Uh, can you breastfeed in that position? I have not mastered that. No. (laughs) I've tried, but I can't keep him latched when he's in the wrap. But I've tried and, you know, thumbs up to the moms who can do it. Right, right. I remember remember when I had my little guys, I have four sons, and um, I was able to successfully do that. I don't know, I think out of desperation, trying to keep up with breastfeeding and chase all the kids around. But um, I found that that was very helpful for me too because then if they fed well during the day, um, then we all slept much better at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, thank you so much, Vicki and Carissa, for helping us better understand what reverse cycling is and how to learn how to cope with it. And for our Boob Group Club members, our conversation will continue after the end of this show, as Vicki will discuss why we would want to encourage reverse cycling. For more information about our Boob Group Club, please visit our website at newmommymedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Boob Group, it's time for a fun segment we have on the show called Boob Oops, and it's where we share our funny breastfeeding and pumping stories. 
funny stuff that's happened to us, usually in public, that only other breastfeeding and pumping mothers would really appreciate. And this comment today comes from Annie, and Annie wrote this on our Facebook page. She says, I was in Target a week or two ago, and my seven-month-old needed to nurse. So I decided to browse the baby department and let him nurse in the ergo while my two-year-old finished her icy. I had already told her multiple times to keep the lid on and the straw in. And I looked down and both are off and she had hands inside the icy cup. As I'm scolding her and tossing the icy in the trash, she starts screaming. I look over and there's a man staring at us with this mortified look on his face. I thought surely he has seen a toddler throw a fit. So I looked down and at some point the baby had unlatched and my boob is just hanging out. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, Annie. I bet your face just turned bright red when this happened. Thanks so much for sharing that. If you guys have a funny boob oops that you want to share with our audience, we would love to hear it. Please send us an email through our website at newmommymedia.com or we also love to hear your voices on the show. And the best way to do that is to leave us a voicemail and you can call 619-866-4775 and leave a message. Thanks again, Annie. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Infants and Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents with Multiples. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group, your judgment-free breastfeeding resource. This has been a new Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.